I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oi. The boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, and me, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, it's time to get this party started tonight. We bought this little Honda. Uh, this like shit beat Escort at first, but then we bought a better Civic that was two doors and for like 800 bucks. So we like chipped in 400 bucks each. And I remember my parents being pissed at me because they were like, you just assumed that we were going to be able to kick in $400 for a car. And I'm like, well, I need to get to the training center. I'll pay you back. Um, so they were, they were gracious about that, but it was a 21 hour drive from Lincoln, Nebraska to Montreal. Yeah. And that was a long one. You got to Chicago, which was eight kind of straight up straight North. And then you thought you were kind of getting closer, but you weren't even halfway yet. And then you got in. Yeah. Oh yeah. We would do it overnight. We would go to, yeah. We'd go to the grocery store and we would get, no, you're fine. You're good. We would like leave like at nine and then you'd be home for supper the next day. Jesus. But he'd be exhausted though. Yes. Like just and, done. Yeah. And Izzy was, she was a fucking horrible um, co-captain or co-driver. I remember we would do go in like four hour blocks because that's when we basically would need it to refuel. So she started, then I went and I'm like, you just get into a groove, right? When you're driving, I'm like, I'm good. Um, got fuel, kept going. And then we got to, I, I made it like almost to Toronto. And I'd been driving like almost the entire night. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a coffee. This seems counterintuitive, but I'm going to get a coffee and then I'm going to just close my eyes because I'm so tired. And the toughest thing after you've been driving all night is the sunrise, right? (laughs) So bright, like what's happening here? But I pushed through, everything was good. And then she woke me up probably 15 minutes into her leg of driving. She's like, I can't do it. I'm so tired. I was like, you're fucking tired? I was like, pull over. Get me another coffee, and then I drove the rest of the way home. Jesus. But yeah, you just do it on the regular, and you just get used to it. And JP played; he played in Jackson, Mississippi, in the East Coast Hockey League. He played in Mobile, Alabama, and I was playing in Atlanta at the time. And I drove from Mobile, Alabama, to Montreal, and that was—I don't even remember how long that was, but that was more than a day in the car. There's got to be some weird kind of book or something there between you and JP, like the, the pro hockey player. Mm-hmm soccer player and just crisscrossing the country back and forth chasing love chasing each other there's something there but actually he tells a very funny story when i got waived from bay area and i got picked up by atlanta just based on the schedule and the fact that there were eight teams and they were it was basically a bi-coastal league um i mean save for atlanta i guess was the lone kind of inland team he drove even back in those days eh? it's good (laughs) <laughs> we embraced everybody, Charms. <laughs> um, he drove from San Jose back home. And I had gone over him. That sounds terrible. I've flown over, <laughs> flown over him three times. 
because then like we played a game I don't know where we were and then I flew back to the west coast he was still driving and then I flew back to Atlanta and then we went up to like Philly to play and he was still driving back to Atlanta and he was like Jesus. this is just yeah this is stupid yeah stupid. so when you did not finally you know see each other you're probably so exhausted that yeah. you just fell into to each other's arms and slept that's right 12 hours just a little, oh, little yeah. spoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's probably a, little, there's a great, great story, though, right? There's probably something there. I don't know. Maybe it'd be a book of poems or something, you know? The star-crossed hockey player and soccer player just trying to find each other. But wherever he was, she was there, and she was there, and he was over here. Oh, it's beautiful. What happened to your voice at the end? <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm losing my voice. I've been talking all day today. Oh, I'm yes, all the pies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, pie man! Rock and roll lifestyle man at a a grocery trade show. Yeah, <laughs> two days straight. Two days. <laughs> I, uh, I honestly talk about being exhausted. Good. I've been I've been on my feet for two days straight, and I've been talking nonstop, and I haven't watched any football. I haven't followed any football story. So you know, I was really relying on Craig showing up for this podcast, um, but he hasn't so far. So right now, that's fine. <laughs> We know Jimmy probably couldn't make it, and and poor old Dan, poor old Wong is sick again because that's what he does. He goes mm. hard for a weekend, and then his immune system gets just compromised, and he gets horribly sick. Um, so you know it's fine. he deserves it's, it. Charms. He does deserve it. For he st- does for standing, standing you up. up. That son yeah. of a bitch. I hope he got it from that cocktail party as well. That's with the virus. <laughs> right. I know. That's where it lived. It lived in that posh elevator behind that sneaky door. That's where that virus lived. <laughs> but you know, we're okay. We can handle this. JC's here. Dubs is hey. here. I'm here. I'm Shams. We can handle this, right? No problem at all. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. We did one, remember JC, like ages ago now in the spring? It was you, me, and Jimmy. Yeah. I remember there was that one guy who was complaining about the dead air, the dead space. There was plenty of it during that episode. <laughs> but now he's complaining about being dead in the air and actually in the ground. Yeah, we murdered him. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> um, well, well, hey, let's, let's, let's try to do a practice in bed air. Just try some out. Okay. Ready? Three, two, and one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you're going to break it, you know to break it with a belch. I actually felt that kind of soothing. That was a good one. That was really good. <laughs> a good belch or a good piece of dead air? Both. wasn't a great belch. Why can't girls belch? You that wasn't that a good was belch. A good burp? It wasn't no, a good it wasn't. one? No. Can't wait. No. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I've seen She's some She's going definitely back girls who can do it. Here she comes. <laughs> uh. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. <laughs> that was sort of like a downward trajectory. <laughs> yeah. Like half double burp. It was like a... Uh, uh. My kids are obsessed with, and it's from... A Kevin James movie, he does like a burp snart. So he burps, farts, sneezes, and he calls it a burp snart. They actually actively try to do it. Uh, my mother in law's famous for the um, the uh, the cough. Fart. She, she'll cough to mark the fart. And you can just see it coming. I call her out all the time. Like, Pam. That was a cough fart, wasn't it? <laughs> ah, you got me, James. You got me. Hey, Jimmy's shown up. Jimmy, you're missing quite the podcast so far. <laughs> I did one hey. average burp and then one really good burp. Is this, are we doing a podcast or is this yeah. just us? No, we're live. No, we're was. Isn't that what a podcast is? Basically, having a little chat. I thought it was a team um, meeting right now. Well, nope. Wong is not here, which is good because it's about him, the meeting. <laughs> Mm. and about his future on the podcast. Craig hasn't shown up, even though we literally, literally were speaking on the dark web like, what, half an hour ago. So he, he makes sure okay? point. Is he all right? No, no. <laughs> Doesn't he think we're doing it in the morning? I made no, it pretty clear. I think we made it that. pretty clear. Yeah, you got confused by that. Right? But here it you are. It wasn't in Slack, Charms. You didn't put it in oh, Slack. Oh, sorry, that's right. Can I jump in on something that's completely unrelated? Mm. I wish I hadn't had my mic on mute. I picked up a 90 calorie Lake of Bays low tide mm. IPA, which is a two and a half percent beer. I just thought, I don't know. I don't feel like getting whatever. I opened it 
Three quarters of it are on the floor now. Mm. So what is up with that Lake of Bays? I'm pissed off. Although we would take your sponsorship. But, <laughs> That's right. Like I need so to go you, and get a like a beach towel. So because mm. you spilt the beer, it's, it's the brewery's fault. Yes, but I didn't. Right. But I just opened it and went. Oh, I think it's because over combination. Yeah, over combination. What, what I think. You know is. what? You know what that is? That's the equivalent of the hockey player taking a shot and looking at his stick. Or the football player taking the shot and scuffs right. it and looks down at the boot and the turf is like, what the fuck happened? Or like layman That's like you, me tripping Lucy. over the curb and being like, what the fuck, curb? <laughs> yeah, you came out of nowhere. <laughs> who is the biggest? That's true though. As a footballer, who is like, what is the biggest scapegoat? You know, when you you shank a shot or a cross. A and, oh, it's a divot, is it? You just look at the ground. Oh, I can't believe you're that one. Oh, I can't believe you. a what bubble helps. So. Bubble, a bubble just before I hit it. Yeah, so it's a bubble slash divot, right? Mm-hmm. But it's As hard to do that to when wobble. you're playing on a carpet with replays in slow motion, and like yeah. there's no bubbling there. It works at the moment, but then after the replay, it kills mm-hmm. you. Well, that's something working against the current generation, right? They don't have the shitty pitches that we grew up playing on, or even professionally, yeah. right? Every it's pristine. There's no excuse. That's, that's why there's no good dribblers anymore. But you know where you get it normally is in the box. <laughs> in the box when the goalkeepers, because they always mark their their little spots, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It happened uh, mark, was it last weekend. Was it last weekend or a week weekend before last? There's a really they marked the angles. They mark the middle of the goal, then they mark towards the post. So when they come out and they look, they can get their angles set. But they mark it. They put something on the ground? No, they use their feet normally. Well, they scrape it? Sometimes they used to put a little scrape in the ground so really they turn they could see that. I didn't know that. That that was their mark. If only we had a goalkeeper on this podcast. If only, eh? who could if only. Yeah. Us. Well, I mean, you think having those big fucking white rectangular lines in the, the box might give you an idea of where you are and where you're at. You would think, but they need more than that. They need additional lines. Yeah, they yeah. was kicking in around their box, so every time the ball comes in, it's bobbling. How many times have you seen a striker go to finish a shot and it hits that little bubble that the keepers made? Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you ever blame equipment? Have you ever blamed equipment for uh No, mistakes? you can't. Doesn't matter. No, it's your touch. If your touch is shit or you scuff it, it's your fault. It's not the boot. I blame you know my boots I, for years. Yeah, you know what I happen is when you're not wearing your soccer boots and you're or you're wearing like dress shoes. I was on a podcast a while back and like they were shooting the promos for it. And they're like juggle. And I was wearing like boots, like with heels and I was shit. <laughs> I was like, these, these boots are not conducive to juggling. You know, yeah. you need laces on top. Oh. Kind of. Right. So I went barefoot and <laughs> did a bit. And then that wasn't good for anybody. That wasn't good for the visuals. And then <laughs> those, big, like, those big old hairy toes. Uh-huh. You know what? <laughs> I have the nicest toes I've ever had, like in my entire life. Well, because you're, like, you're, you're not kicking footballs if you're for a living. Yeah, they're not falling off on the regular. Yeah, not looking mangled. Did you lose many nails in your career? Well, my big toenails. It was just you know you start preseason and then just the the friction. I used to wear my boots really really tight anyway. I didn't like to have any gap, like any any slide in your foot. My foot, my toes were right up. On, on the end or right up to the end. So then preseason, as soon as you started like two a days, then you would just get that feeling. You'd make a cut or do something and you just feel your, you know, feel that sort of throb underneath your, your nail. And you knew that it was just a matter of time. And then you drill the hole in the top of the nail to like release it or uh, yeah. the, the blood list. Was underneath. It and then, it was, then it was just a matter of time before it fell off. And then the cycle would repeat itself. What is it with you? Like drilling holes in your body. This is true. You I don't know. You have to. Toes. Mm-hmm. You, 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 I mean, your, your toes are disgusting, Jimmy, but you're like holes drilled in the nail. I did it myself with a needle. Ah. Ah. Jimmy's like, I did it myself. Like I had somebody doing it for me. I also did it myself. <laughs> and my toenail was fine at the time. I'm just a masochist. <laughs> I got a thrill out of it. It turned me on the pain. Like you, normally you'll get the doctor the first couple of times that you do it. And then after they're like, they give you the needle and they're like, you do it. Mm-hmm. And I prefer to do it because sometimes I prefer to do it after because I can slowly go through the nail. Whereas when the doctor, he doesn't know where it's going to go until you hit the roof. And then he goes, yeah. Oh, I made it. Yeah. One of so the you worst yourself. 
Yeah. One of the worst foot things I had, because like you got used to, you just got accustomed to doing that yourself and it wasn't that painful. It was sore for maybe a day and then it would dry up. Your toenail would fall off and then it would sort of start over again. But it was sore when the needle went into the bed. Yes. But I I agree with you when you could control it yourself, you you knew when that was happening and then that was great. Yeah. Um, But I got a blood blister underneath the callus on the ball of my foot and it makes it sound yeah, and that was that was really really sore. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Because then you were doing the same thing, but through the callus with the needle that had been sterilized in an yeah. attempt to to sort of diffuse that pressure and release that pressure. Would Not you good. heat heat the needle first mm-hmm. to go through heat the nail? It. To go through the nail, and we'd heat it hot, really hot, yeah. and then it go through. And that would just release the blood from beneath. Oh, yeah, release like the a fountain. Blood would squirt everywhere. Really? Now, how often yeah. would this happen a season? <laughs> Quite a bit. Well, really? because once once you once you went through the ne- with the needle first, and then the, the blood was gone, and then what ends up happening is then you know when you shower or whatever, water gets underneath, and then it lifts up from the nail bed, and then you lose that nail. So yep. then you need that nail to grow back, mm-hmm. and then when it grows back, maybe it, it tapes it a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. once that nail goes, it's. It's great, but then that's really raw and, and, and new and new skin yeah. underneath, right? So maybe like Ubo. tape it, protect it a little bit, yeah. and then you're good to go for the next few months until it all starts all over again. These are like the awful secrets of professional sport, right? You don't really hear about these stories. I think they're great because this is what, you know, we look at the, the glamour of being a, you know, a sports person at that elite level, right? We don't hear about the hidden truths and just how awful it must be. Um, I mean, how did your feet ever feel good, or were they always hurting in some regard when you play? Because you're going to get stamped on. It's just it's nature of the, the game, right? In training yeah. as well. I imagine your, your feet never felt great. Um, I mean, they did, but it was a type of thing where even if you were, I think the the same feeling was in the rest of your body. Like if you were in two days, you're in training camp, you were deep in the season, and you're like mentally you were there, but physically you're just like, man, like my body's sore. Like I'm hurting. I don't have the energy to do this, but you would get over that hump and warm up where you would do the jogging and like the really light stuff. And then you get going with like maybe small sided stuff and get your heart rate up and get the touches mm-hmm. in. And then all of a sudden you're there and then you don't feel the pain in your feet and you don't, you know, your body feels the way that it should. And that was good. But, you know, adding to the the pain of the, of the toes and the feet, like tackling, on turf or tackling on you know a pitch and getting those raspberries or those burns like high up on your thigh and they don't heal that yeah, yeah I, I still have like a scar like on my like high on my left <laughs> hamstring hammy which is actually my name in french which mm-hmm. always gets butchered butchered but yeah like on that left hip because i always tackled with my left leg tucked underneath me and my right boot is usually out of preference what i did one footed but it, <laughs> yes not two footed um, I have like a scar there because it's just from from repeatedly getting Constance. those raspberries over and over. Yeah, and that yeah. feeling when you step in the shower, like oh, the yeah. worst thing you could do was to stand under the shower and just let the water trickle onto it. So you just had to bite the bullet and just go in and let the water hit it immediately. Otherwise, it was excruciating. Yeah, it stings. It's yeah. horrible. It's an feeling. awful pain, yeah. Well, I know playing rugby in summertime in Ontario, right? Those hard, hard, rock hard fields. Once like June hit, you, you, you take your knee off in the first, you know, once that sun hits the field. And yeah. that thing is going to be raw for the next four months. Because every training session, every game, that scab comes right off again every single yeah. time. One, one thing I did with my feet, though, in the winter in England, when it gets cold and it's rainy, I would put Vicks Vapor Rub. And rub my feet in it. Oh, oh yeah, your feet, eh? Yeah, rub that all that over. That would draw feet. out all the toxins too, wouldn't it? Well, it just as soon as you start, start once you got going, you started sweating. Then it heat up your feet. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea actually. That's <laughs> they do that good. now. The players put it on their on their shirts, right? Before yeah, I I always used to put it on there. Winter time, I always used to put it. There. Is it Vicks you put on there? Vicks, mm-hmm. big, big blob of Vicks, and just rub it all over your chest. Oh, I, I love that when kids get that sick. guy Vic that you met at the pub. Not a big blob. Not a big blob of that Vic. You know not, that? not the not the creamy no. Vic. The, 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 the vapor rub. rub. That's right. No, I love it when my kid gets sick because uh, you know you, you put you know you put the Vicks in their throat, whatever, and and that smell just takes me back to my childhood. I, just, I love that smell so much. 
They it's have amazing. the patches now. My daughter's had a, had a cold, oh, yeah. and she tends to get it worse than anybody, and then coughs. And like three nights ago, it was just incessant coughing kept everybody up. And I was like, I'm going to try these things. My sister gave them to me. And so it's Vicks, but it's like a patch. And it's like about really? the size of the palm of your hand. And you just stick it on their jammies or on their shirt. Yeah. And <laughs> touch touch all the wood the last two nights. No coughing during and the night. And it still smells like, like the, applying it, the... Yeah, but it's you're not the the product sort of embedded in almost like a like a gauze, and it, it's yeah, got yeah. a sticky back, and you yeah. just put it on 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 their chest. <laughs> that stops all the perverts rubbing your chest. Yeah, you need a cough. Come here. <laughs> yeah, man. You got a cold? Do you have a cold? I think yeah, you got a cold. cold. That fucking that Vic guy. What a creep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vic, Vic, I haven't got a cold for Christ's sake. We just stop. Jesus Christ. Midsummer. It's 90 degrees out. I don't have a cold. No, oh, no. Great. It's on your chest, son. Oh, yeah. You sound a bit throaty to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell you, I think that might be the greatest smell, though. You know, Tiger Balm, too. Like the greatest sport smells. You know, yeah. when I hear, when I smell Tiger Balm, it reminds me of walking into a rugby locker room. And just, though, they're, they're great smells of sport, aren't they? The lotion. They're great smells, but they burn. And if you ever get that in your ball sack, it is. Oh, no. I know. I'll tell you that. Happens so Tell often, right? Pre-match piss. Pre-match piss. And like, that is. Yeah. Honestly, I uh, I had it on my thighs. You know, when you go get the, the physio, gives you the little involved again. My groins were a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> groins were a little bit stiff, and obviously he's gone in a little bit deep down the inside. And then I, I put my slips on after I got my massage. Put my shorts on. I get out into the pitch. Right, big. Big crowd, big game, three o'clock on a Saturday. And then all of a sudden, I start getting this burning, tingling feeling on my sack. <laughs> it wasn't your spidey sense. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. And the whole time you're trying to adjust yourself, but the more you adjust yourself, the more you're taking it from your thigh and putting it all over yourself. It was Re- a worse reapplication. Um, I'm telling you now, it's the worst feeling in the world that you'll ever experience. And if anybody out there wants to know what I'm talking about, just take a dab and just put <laughs> on your scrotum and see what happens. It is horrendous. Try that. Worst, and it happens all the time. <laughs> what are you saying? I do not have a scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> Try it, Dubs. <laughs> you'll see what Jimmy means, Dubs. Honestly. But is no, that I... not a cautionary tale for Jimmy Brennan to wear underwear? I feel like you brought that yeah, on yourself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the one time you were underwear would be when you play football, right, Jimmy? No, you had to. Yeah, I know, but that's the one time. Because <laughs> only because yeah. you had to. You had to. That was the only time that I would I would wear it, just for did, training. Did your club in England, when you're playing, you know, Prem and League Champ, you know, top flight football, do they provide underwear for you? Yeah, they give you slips. We call them slips. They're like. Uh, you know, those uh, like tidy whities to hold yourself in, or you'd wear mm. the cycling shorts. Wintertime, yeah. you normally wear the cycling shorts, but you, you don't wear your, your, your slips under, under your cycling shorts. You just free ball under those. Speaking <laughs> of, speaking of yeah. free balls and slips. Free Craig Flores. Hey. There he is. Max, we're talking the about the, the slips that they used to give us over in England. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the little, underwear you mean yeah oh yeah yeah they weren't uh they weren't sexy that's for sure they were <laughs> they were club sanctioned were you did you have to that wear them or can you bring your own slips? slips no it was like someone just grabbed like just holding you yeah and you try in. to grab one that even though they wash you try to grab one without a skid mark in it <laughs> oh so there'd be communal slips and just washed between oh games my God. they weren't your own individual Oh, for Christ's well, they, 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 they were undies. They were if you put your number on them. <laughs> yeah, right. But then, but then you'd put them on with a Sharpie. And then after the match, more or less on your bollocks, you'd have number 11. <laughs> 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 Better to have that tattooed than some Tiger yeah. Bomb, right? <laughs> yeah, Craig, did you experience this? Jimmy has explained to us. Uh, was it Tiger Bomb or, or the Vex, Jimmy, on, on your sack? No, Tiger Bomb. Tiger heat, bomb, rub, right. heat rub on your sack. You know when they, when the physio's rubbing your thighs or starts going towards your groin, and then your yeah. ball sack touches it. It was like a deep heat. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst. Eight five three five. How bad <laughs> stacks? How bad is that feeling? Oh, it's the worst. And everybody went through it because everybody got done. Yeah. Oh. Ridiculous. <laughs> 
Can I, can I do a, a you shout out real quick? On your testicles. Yeah. <laughs> can I do a quick shout out? Uh, if that's okay. Uh, I want to give a shout out to um, Graham Carver's dad in grade nine. Uh, when Graham and Tyler told me that deep ice felt really good on your balls, but make sure you get enough of it to cover it all. So I did. And I cried and I cried and I thought his dad was going to have to take me to the hospital, but he had to hold me down and use a, <laughs> use a face cloth. To, to Whoa, wait off. a minute. This is your friend's dad did this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Joe Carver. Oh. Joe Carver's a legend. I, th- I thought it said John Carver at first. <laughs> oh, no. I thought, wait. I, oh, I, I wish it was. No, just hold still that a lot. Let me get off for you. <laughs> wait, he's not Scottish. He's, he's not Scottish. Well, he's, he's from the north. Whatever. He's close enough. Why? Anyway. I? But I'll, so I, I feel your pain, but I still feel it. Like I feel like that really did damage to my little man. Would that be more painful, the, the cold lotion or the, the heat? Probably the heat. I don't know. Actually, well, that's deep awful. ice turns into heat. Heat, yeah, right, right, right. right. So, just thought I'd throw that in. Just unless you lather myself in that kind of stuff before games. <laughs> be like pre match ritual, like you get your Tiger Bomb and then three Advil before the match. Healthy. Good stuff. Very healthy. Put a little Vicks on your chest. Yeah, that's what we're talking about before. Vicks. Yeah, that smell. <laughs> Best smell in football, right? Oh. <laughs> Where have you been, Craig? Well, I couldn't figure out. I thought you guys were in and out and off, and then I thought, you know what? This is going to be tomorrow morning. These these idiots aren't going to figure out. And then next thing you know, Jimmy, I, I, said, uh, I, said, I said something on uh, the dark web, and the next thing you know, I was like, Craig? Question mark? Like, what the fuck? We're so organized, aren't we? <laughs> Usually. Now, well, I'm glad that everyone's here, though, apart from um, Wonga, of course, because some of you watching Champions League football, right? I didn't see any. <laughs> yes. What, what are you laughing at? I'm sorry, but I don't know why, but my phone was still open to the dark web, and we're talking about, like, where's Craig been? <laughs> it's like the last post that he sent. I just <laughs> saw that. Fuck well, off. Let me see. What it's is from Butt Crack Sports on X. <laughs> Jimmy, what is it? Which NBA I, I player? Don't even do you know. Can I play it? Is it just audio? Is it just audio, Craig? Or is it, do you need to see the visuals? No, no. No, no Craig's comment below the video that he sent. Well, from Butt Crack she, ends, she ends up with Pink Eye, and there's a story behind it, and she tells the story. Uh, <laughs> And it just says Jimmy question mark pink eye. Yeah. I don't have pink eye. (laughs) No, but she did. But you might. Okay, so why is is my name involved? Well, I don't have BBS. It's not dirty bum syndrome on my eye. (laughs) I don't know. This is good. You should rub some Vicks on it. (laughs) You guys are so stupid, honestly. I don't know why I hang out with you. I'm trying to play the audio, but my phone's not working, so... That's <laughs> a beauty. Jimmy, Vicks vapor rub on the eye. That'd be good. We've all done that before, right? Do you um you guys used to put sunscreen on, right? Before you played, presumably? Yep. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, when it gets in your eyes and you start sweating, how do you prevent that? Because that's a killer. You couldn't yeah. I couldn't put it you couldn't the put it above your the, eyes. The stick. But prior that's why that, we, yeah. we get so much sun damage as footballers, because it just no matter what you put on, it just comes off after fifteen minutes once you start sweating. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it was cloudy for 90% of the time in England. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's that's not a big team. problem so much, is it? Yeah. Imagine how bad we'd look otherwise. Oof, even worse. <laughs> Good Jesus thing. Christ. You have an aloe vera plant in the house just rubbing the face all the time. Yeah. There must be some big fucking ozone hole over England. <laughs> you two freaking yeah. disasters. Um, oh, yeah, so Champions League. Like, Who watched anything at all? Anything Anything you want to talk about from the Champions League? Celtics. I watched most of the Celtic game today, yeah. They drew, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they looked Against really Atletico. good early on. They always do. Really. Simeone's Atletico, yeah. But, I mean, watching Griezmann, he's so good. He's yeah. just tremendous in that midfield. And the way that they were able to contend with um, the high aggressive press that Celtic was was deploying, but then just just – absolutely carve them up going the other way and with a couple of substitutions that Brendan Rodgers made because they were not looking good around the 70th minute they allowed Atletico to equalize and um, heck of a header 
Who was that again that scored that one? Murata. Murata. He scored what again, did he? Diving header. Beautiful goal. It was. Well, actually, nice, all yeah. the goal, all the goals were great. But Celtic yeah. was was looking really, really like they were in trouble and a couple of substitutions and all of a sudden a little bit of life to them and uh, came back around and kind of held them. Was a, yeah, a, a little bit concerned. I, I was concerned for him a little bit, but when the sending off happened to Atletico, then it was like, oh, okay, well, they should be okay. But they were still pressing a little bit, and then mm-hmm. the end. That was pretty late, though. The 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 second yellow. Ten minutes. Yeah, Simeone wasn't wasn't that impressed with that call, was he? No. He's so funny on the sideline. Oh, hey, he's way, emotional. You yeah. can tell. Forrest and I were talking about this earlier. Do you know who the highest paid manager in world football is? Diego Simeone. Do you know how much he's making? <laughs> 14 million. Excuse me? How much? 14, 14 million. Oh, no. Keep going. Is he more really? than that? Oh. He's 32 oh. million euros. 32 million euro. How a did year. he manage? Atletico Madrid? Yeah. Highest How? in the world. Well, no wonder he's still, he, he won't step away. <laughs> exactly. Fucking hell. What? So what's Pep on? Pep's on like half that, isn't he? I think so. 19 or something. So why is he making so much? Because he's a good manager, but president loves him. Loves him. So he's the best manager in world football. He is great. I mean, he's got that team on on a very small budget compared to most of the top, top. They're on a small budget because he's taking 32 million. (laughs) That's right. That that could be the reason. (laughs) Yeah. He's delivered though, man. He delivers. He's, he's, Speckle right through his 10 or 11 years there. He's got UEFA, Europa League twice, La Liga twice, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Super League, Super Cup, Super Duper Cup. (laughs) Mickey Mouse Cup. They play some shit football, though, don't they? Let's be honest. Come on. It's successful, I suppose. It's shit, though. Come on. Oh, it's not nice flowing. They just press and go and go. Is he anti Pep? Well, but give him two hundred thousand million, and he'd be okay too. Yeah, probably. Mind you, they have they have good players. I mean, Griezmann's there, uh, Vitzel's there now. Eh? Axel Vitzel, he's got to be yeah. almost forty now, isn't he? Jesus, man, he, yeah, yeah. He's Marauders have Marauders like enjoying this renaissance this year. He's really becoming prolific, which he's never been in his career. Been a good player, but he's scoring for Spain as well right now. Yeah, yeah. He does well um, though, Simeone. But Celtic, I mean, Jimmy, I mean, they always look good for parts of games in Europe, don't they? No, they, they do. do enough. They do. The, the problem is that they just can't finish. They can't finish teams off. And the hype, like when you go up, and I was, we were talking about this earlier, and we're, I went up a couple of times to go, to go watch Celtic play. And Celtic, um, during Champions League football, midweek is one of the best atmospheres you'll ever go to in Europe. It is electric. It was amazing. That was one of those nights. Remember, I was trying to get Rod Stewart in the picture with me. <laughs> almost got yeah. chucked out. And the, the problem is kind of when that buzz wears off and the opposition starts getting on the front foot, that's when they tend to be in trouble. And if you look at the match today as well, like they, they lost the lead twice, right? They go up 1-0, then it's 1-1. Then they go back up again, but they just can't they can't hold it and they can't finish teams off. Mm. And that's where they're off. And Brendan Rogers said at the end, he goes, look, we, we can compete with them, but they don't have the spending power as well. That's going to get them to those later stages in, in the champions league. Yeah. I mean, they crushed the league They're They played nine games, eight wins, one draw. And then they play this game midweek. And then some, you could have ended up at St. Muir in a way on the, on the weekend. You're like, wah, wah. but they're, they're actually at Hibs. This- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. 
Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This weekend away, so it's not so bad, but that league is, you know, you're pulverizing it every week and, and then you, you have to step up that standard in the Champions League. That's a, that's a big jump. It's huge jump. Like imagine you, you're at St. Mirren on Saturday and then you come there and then we go, oh, I can't wait. We got, we got Atletico Madrid on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're away to Falkirk on Saturday. Like, yeah. It's just a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah. But why can't they be like a, a Dutch Eredivisie or Portugal? Why, why can't they be like that? You know, a There's decent. Only Five million people live there. They actually well, do well with the city of yeah. size of the city of Toronto. Yeah. Like it's it's actually quite impressive. But, but the they'll football, never be that. But the football pyramid there is so great. There's so many clubs. Right, yeah, but the, so long. the standard the standard isn't great. No, the standard play isn't great. Look, we had John yeah. Carver on the show the other day. The top players leave. The top players go down down south. They go into England. The best players. Mm-hmm. And if you're not playing for Celtic or Rangers, you know where the top players are in the country. Because even if you're a brilliant player and you're playing for Airdrie, you're getting snapped up by one of the two, or you're going south. Yeah. So it's hard for them to sustain those players. You know, and, and even I was there maybe about three three years ago. I went, and sell, went to watch Celtic. It was brilliant. Midweek game, me and my brothers, we ended up going to Falkirk. Thousand people. <laughs> Shit football, long ball direct, flick-ons, get stuck in, son, and all that. And it's just – it's completely different brand of football. I mean, they try. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, your hips and your hearts and all those teams, yes, of course. But the, yeah. the lower divisions, it's – it's mm-hmm. not great. Back in the day, you the, you would get them doing well in Europe and winning European tournaments and Hibs and Celtic Rangers. But it becomes more difficult, especially in the modern game, when TV money came in and you're just being out-muscled financially by your yeah. neighbor south of you. Well, that's when England just... And they won't let them in. Anyway. England took over and Scotland kind of fell behind a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's it's a shame. I mean, look, if, if Celtic and Rangers were in the Premier League, they would they could easily have a hundred thousand every single game. Those two teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily without a doubt sold out week in and week out. The argument is, so if, if they went to the Premier League or to English football, right. And whatever, whatever division to, to work the way up, that would actually help Scottish football. That's one argument because the money would be spread more evenly, perhaps more eyeballs. You could build it without those two juggernauts, but then others say, but you need to have those gates, that gate receipts from those matches to sustain a lot of clubs as well. So I don't know what the solution there is. Because- well, I, I think I think the, the one way to look at it, and maybe, I mean, look, it's not a comparable to what they've got over with Celtic Rangers, but you imagine the MLS teams right now with Toronto FC, Vancouver, Montreal, with their salary cap, what they spend. And if they were in the CPL and those three teams were spending that money all the time, week in and week out, they would they would end up pumping the CPL. It's a fact, yep. right? Because you've got the quality of players and those three teams are constantly, you know, going for titles or they're going for Champions League. And the rest of the teams are never going to get in. But if Celtic or Rangers end up going into England, now all of a sudden, Hearts, Hibs, Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, all these teams, St. Johnson, got a, a chance to get into Europe, get into Champions League football and make money. Because every stage you're making millions, right? Mm-hmm. That you get through. It's never happening, though. No, it's not happening. This is all hypothetical. I'm just saying. No, their best, their best chance would be if there was a Super League and they get invited into a Super League. Yeah. So, but, but why wouldn't it happen, though? I'm just curious. What, what's the main reason? Is it from, do they want to, would they, given the choice, would Celtic and Rangers like to be in the English pyramid? Fuck yeah. Of course. They, they, they can't guarantee European football, though. Well, if they did, then well, they'd have to enough long, non-league. Who cares? You're, you're making a quarter of a billion every year on TV, right? So you don't care at that point. Just if you like, get to the Prem, right? But they wouldn't be putting the Prem straight away. It would be, okay, no, here. Here's your invite. Away, league yeah. One, maybe League Championship. Who knows how it will work? It'd be a complete restructuring. It wouldn't get past the door. They'd be voted out. The, the, the league structure and the Premier League teams would all vote that down. They don't want any. They don't want that competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It'd be great for the neutral for us. I, I think it would be amazing to have them in there, but yeah, not well, you you got to think as well. They they tried to take Wimbledon when Wimbledon was getting sold. They tried to take Dublin. 
That's right. <laughs> and they went, nope. And they said, nope. Yeah. No Yet Welsh teams are allowed, right? Yeah, but they were there from the beginning. And it's also a principality. It's different, right? <laughs> I think it's a political thing. Yeah. But anyway, there were some other good games as well. I thought I was skipping around. Holland was... Uh, Did you see that goal? Was, Holy shit, man. That was nice, <laughs> eh? <laughs> you, just, you just parked your rig? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That shit I go. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Did you so see that headshot? <laughs> so insightful, Dubs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is that what you say? Like, come like, in, um, Kane, Kane, come in. Broadcasts on the sidelines of TSN? Yep. Like, Holy shit. Okay, the crux of my man? insight there. <laughs> yeah. Holy I just saw the highlights of that game. So. Tell me the goal. What <laughs> happened? Me- yeah. What happened? Explain it to me, Dubs, in your in your words. He gets it on his right foot. Two defenders are coming into him, and he curls it to that right post. This perfect finish with power, but precision as well. Just put it in the that, back of the fucking net. He does ah, get hey. welly, though, sometimes, <laughs> doesn't he? I'm going to leave now. <laughs> he wellies it. I'll see you guys later. Did he belt it? No, mm. you're staying right where you are. And by the way, <laughs> they played on artificial turf, artificial surface anyway uh and they didn't seem to have a problem man city with it it's interesting that isn't it isn't it strange <laughs> we're just talking about zipping it around excuses with equipment and stuff and mm-hmm. divots and bubbles you can't really blame turf for that can you it's slower no and that's about it isn't it this wasn't that slower. obviously bounces a lot more obviously it wasn't slower for them man city were pinging it around pretty good well, they, <laughs> they would have soaked it you got to mm-hmm. soak it, though, when you're playing on that artificial turf, because if you don't, it mm-hmm. doesn't play well. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, you said stroke it? <laughs> soak it. Was Vic there again? Was oh, yes, yeah, soak it. Yes. yes you do Vic. need to soak it. So what, so- when you say it doesn't play well, what do you mean by that? It's sticky. <laughs> like like this. The, the ball gets stuck in your feet. You can't you can't zip oh. it in the ball like it's. it's... <laughs> 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 what chance have we got? We're middle aged. Oh my god! We're all middle aged. <laughs> Jimmy, are we? <laughs> Cilantro. They were, hey, they were the, stroking it around. The, I know that. It's a foundational episode. Aren't you glad, Dubs, that you're now part of the foundational episode? I am, actually. Yeah. This is kind of what it is. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so it gets sticky unless you wet it. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets a lot more. Then the ball ends up sticking a lot more <laughs> to the turf if it's not wet. If it's not wet. Yeah. Right. And then if right. it's wet, then it's slick. Yeah. It's slick. Like a yeah, curtain, it's it's like an ice rink then. It just zips across. The ball zips and moves okay. and everything's faster. Speed of play, the speed of play is faster. Okay. The tempo Thank becomes you. quicker. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. When it's wet. When it's wet. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to dry. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Now we know. All right. Um, speaking of Manchester teams, so yesterday United won. Didn't play well again. But the key game no, wins the last game. week or so. Uh, Maguire scored a goal and Nana scored a or oh, sorry scored a Nana mm-hmm. penalty right at the end the two guys who were under the most pressure there had big games yeah they were unlikely heroes these guys weren't they really amazing and Copenhagen deserves something from it you know Larson former United player that was stunning that took that Johan Larson Henrik Larson's son holy yeah. shit I know I used to love Henrik Larson what a player he yeah. was at Celtic yeah. yeah. Oh, when he broke his when he broke his leg. No, oh, I think he did it. He did it twice, didn't he? He did it twice. And he, like it happened on the pitch. He broke his leg twice. Oh yeah, you can see it probably on YouTube. It just it breaks in half the tibia and fibula. Oh god, it's horrible. And it's oh, appalling. We actually, I was doing the game. We're doing the game. Is oh, sure, I used to do the score. I think maybe headline sports at the time. I'm doing highlights, but watching that game and doing the highlights in the game, and and from the snap of the leg to the look on his face 
was like it was fractions of a second. We actually timed it compared to other injuries, and it was the quickest we'd seen. It was awful. Just oh, was it awful. a compound fracture? Yeah, he's skin? lying on the oh ground, and, and, his, and, his, and his calf, his tibia and fibula broken. His, he's like bent like this, and you can see the bone coming through the sock a little bit. Yeah. It's but anyway, horrible. his son took the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm back on track. I'll be honest with you. When you're when you're playing a match and that happens, right? I was at Norwich one time, and I've I've had a couple of games where guys have broke their legs in the match, and I'll never forget the one time I was at Norwich. Match is going on, good game, and all of a sudden Dixon Atuhu goes through this guy, and the crack, you could hear it throughout the stadium, and everybody knew right away. The guy's leg was in half. It was, it's the most horrible. And that's one thing as a footballer, I always dreaded. It was always in the back of my mind. I would never, ever want to break my leg. Never. It's the worst injury that you can have in, in football. Anything to do with your legs. Upper body, I was fine. No problem. But the legs, oh, mm. horrible. Horrible. Did you ever and see an injury? Which, you lost, you <laughs> lose one eye or no good. That's not great either. But was ever an incident you saw on the pitch during a match that you know, wanted to make you want to stop playing like that game. You have difficulty carrying on. No, not stop playing. I mean, I played one game when Robert Green was in net, and I never seen like. And he was a he was a big big boy. He was knocked out like I've never seen in my life. Like I mean, knocked out for a good few minutes where you start panicking a little bit, going, "What's going on here?" And then a couple of the leg breaks. Those are terrible injuries as well, but. You know, it's all it's all part and parcel of the match. These things happen. It's not like somebody goes to do somebody, I'm going to break your leg. I mean, sometimes when you're talking in a match, I'm going to get you and all this kind of stuff. But your intention is never to end someone's career. or Unless your name's Roy Keane. Yeah. You're going under Alfie Harland. That's right. Yeah. It happens. But it's, yeah, it, it happens in the pitch. You know, you, and you... As much as you you hate a rival or or an individual, you know at the end of the day you're you're, you're both playing a sport that you love, and there's always that automatic respect that you have for one another, and you never want to see anybody get stretched off with a leg break that's out for you know six to ten weeks. Or I said to our Phil Phil Whelan, who was trying to block a cross, he was reaching and his studs got caught, and he rolled his ankles broke, his leg broke, and I think his knee got all fucked up. And I said to him, I said, Phil, it looks worse than it is, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and what David Linnigan said, he goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I go, I'm just trying to be positive. It, but it's a gallows humor, right? That's important, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Gallows humor on the so page. Yeah, you know, and then when you see them back in the dressing room, right? Then that's when all the piss taking starts. And, yeah, know. I don't think we saw Phil for a few months. <laughs> God. But you, Dobbs, what's the worst that you um, witnessed on the pitch? I'm trying to think. I mean, more than I can count, like the non-contact ACL injuries, where somebody's just under no pressure at all and swinging in across. Then you hear that pop, yeah, and they just keel over, oh. screaming, clutching their knee, like probably five or six times, like either club or national team training mm-hmm. or during games, just awful. Was there ever a time that you guys had an injury that you thought, um, man, this is a big one. This is the big one. I mean, I'm in trouble here, but it turned out it wasn't actually that that serious. Yeah, uh, I was playing at Varsity Stadium one time. Canada was playing the US, I think it was 2001. And I went into a tackle. I was actually playing center back with Cindy Parlow. Remember Cindy Parlow used to play for the US? And she's uh, actually, she's the president of the USSF now. Um, anyway, got stuck into a challenge and came out on the wrong end of it. And I thought I broke my ankle and it turned out to be a high ankle sprain, but it was, it was awful. It was just terrible recovery. Like it just lingered for a really long time. Yeah. That's a long time, don't they? But it wasn't broken. Yeah. Were you Jimmy? Worst that you thought you had, but it wasn't that bad. No, a couple of tackles that you go into and you think, oh, your, your legs gone or your, your ankles are gone. But I, I, for some reason, I always had it in my head where I, w- I would always stand up right away and try to try to run it off. And then it kind of helped me psychologically knowing that, okay, I, I could still move it or I can still run on my leg. And then you just kind of run it off a little bit. But mm-hmm. 
that was probably it for me. Nothing. I mean, I had bad injuries. Absolutely. I had crazy injuries, but never, never a bad, bad leg break. That was my worst nightmare ever. What's the longest you guys were out for, for an injury? I was out five months. I tore my hip flexor. Oh, that's right. All away from the bone, wasn't it? You said. Yeah. That's when Nigel Worthington at Norwich came in after a month and a half as I just signed and just was like, is the ink dry in your contract or what's <laughs> gallows humor? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, just ended up being from the tiger bomb though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I ended up, all I could do was swim. I used to have the floats in between my, and it, this was the worst part. So all I had was I had to use, put the floaties between my legs because I couldn't, because my hip flexor was torn. I ripped it right off. And all I could do was swim. And they had me in this pool every day, lifting weights. And I, I became massive. I was like a bodybuilder. I was top heavy after. So once I was fit, the manager's looking at me going, look at the size of this guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, being, I could have, I could have raced, I could race Phelps, Michael Phelps. Easily, <laughs> easily I could have gave him a go. And then I had to strip down. Then I had to lose all that body mass to, to get down where I wanted to. So I was, I was out for months and months. It was terrible. Terrible. Dubs, your, your, your career, your international career kind of ended, right? Was that, was that the knee? No, I got, was I was it? pregnant, remember? Oh, well, that's, that's, that was the injury, yeah. <laughs> the sex injury. Right. That terrible <laughs> affliction. How, how dare I get pregnant? <laughs> the sex injury. Yeah. That one night, right. two tequilas. It was a high, a really high groin strain. <laughs> <laughs> Again, remember that book we're going to write about you and JP? Yeah, it's all part yeah of it. that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, um, PCL. PCL. That right, one PCL. was the one, like Jimmy yeah. saying, like you used to get up and like run it off and 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 sort of convince yourself that it was okay. That's what I tried to do after that, and then I was like, I can't move my body properly like there's the mind body connection has been severed somehow yeah. and then i found out that i'd torn it later but another injury that i so that was like maybe seven six or seven months that i was out it was a long while um but another injury that i had that it seems innocuous and you hear about it all the time is like a charlie horse but it was such a it was such a contusion and such a hard blow right to the outside of my thigh just above my knee that I was actually like, I, I couldn't walk properly for almost a week. And it was from a, like a fucking Charlie horse from a knee from another player coming into contact yeah, with, with my thigh just above my knee. And it was yeah. absolutely, it, it was awful. It was awful. Yeah. And like the recovery was, was fine, but it was still for just a quote unquote Charlie horse. Like it, I was really affected by it for. And the, the worst thing is week. too, because the manager and the coaches, it's just a Charlie horse. Yeah. But there's different grades, you know, yeah, like I could, like I ran into Evan Pellerin was the coach and I was coming out of my uh, hotel room, walking down to breakfast, probably the next day. And he looked at me, kind of like sized me up. He's like, what's, what's with you? It's like, what's with me? Like I can, I can barely get out of bed. And he's like, well, what happened? You finished the game. You played 90 minutes. I was like, I know. But like, remember when I went down in like the 70th minute, like this happened, adrenaline's still pumping and. I was able to finish out the game, but now I can barely put my leg into flexion. I can barely bend my knee, so I can't walk. And he's like, all right, I'll see you at breakfast. And he's like, fucked off. And it took me like 10 more minutes to get to the breakfast room. <laughs> <laughs> cool. They're called dead legs, aren't they? In, yeah, in, it's well, the same thing. Charlie dead legs and Charlie Ross, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you, Craig, apart from the, the cellular issues you had, um, any other bad injuries? <laughs> well... Uh, cellular strain Cancel. yeah a couple body boards come off uh, one at Ipswich one at Brighton um, oh yeah you got the body board did you four hernia surgeries two gracilis releases a procedure on my pelvis a screw in my wrist my head's all fucked up but other than that I'm good <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you walk us back to the gracilis releases yeah that sounds sexy I mean I know the gracilis it's one of your <laughs> you know the gracilis I do yeah so they because the hernia surgery, I kept getting more hernias and having they put mesh in there eventually. And then I was still having issues and they, I was so tight in that region that they thought if they cut the gracilis away from your groin, it would relieve some pressure because they believe there was a cry. It was a, kind of a trial thing. And I tell you one thing, it didn't fucking work at <laughs> all. No, but he can put his legs over his head now. Show them. <laughs> yeah. So it just reattaches, but the bleeding was insane. 
my cock was black. My, an- <laughs> my ankles were black. Yeah. Well, finally, the good thing then. Do you, hey, do you, do you got the do you got the two mesh plates in as well? Oh yeah, I got them. I got two mesh plates in my in my stomach, yeah. holding me together. Terrible. I remember horrible. waking up from that surgery. I woke up, I woke up at the whole hospital, and I was I had my legs were spread eagle. There was nothing on me except two ice packs. And my lunch kit like, just sitting there, and the door was wide open. People were walking by. by. And yeah. ice packs on it, so it didn't look particularly good. These ice packs were massive, too, by the way. Obviously. Yeah. And I wanted to go home so badly, and I was there for a couple of days, and it was just because I had so much bleeding. They wanted to keep me there. <laughs> oh and they're like, oh, God. we'll keep an eye on you. And I kept walking up and down past the nurse's station with my little trolley and my, my what do you call it, uh, IV. And I was like, yeah, look, I'm looking, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm like, I'm doing fine. And I got past once and I was, I felt so fucking sick and I puked all over the hallway. But every time I threw up, I felt like my, oh, my groin was going to yeah. just rip apart. Oh, so it was like, oh. ah, oh, ah. <laughs> it's, I tell you, it's, a, it's the worst operation ever. I remember I was, I was lying in bed and I woke up at maybe two in the morning. And I'm ringing the bell because I, I had to pee. I'm ringing the bell. I'm like, I'm dying. I, I, I need to pee so bad, right? And there's blood all around my, my stomach and everything. The cock? And no, like just above my groin. Did you bruise like Craig's? Did you just bruise like Craig's? No, he had, a, he had a different procedure after, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So then they come in and they, they give me this thing where you're supposed to pee on your back. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried to do that. Pee on your back? How do you do that? lie on your back and, and pee. I was oh. like, I can't, I can't do this. I said, but I really got to go. You need to help me. And they said, well, what do you want to do? Go on your side. I said, I can't go on my side. I'm not used to that. I need to stand up. And they went, you, there's no way you're going to stand up. I said, just let me stand up. Come on. I'm good. I feel great. No problem. I'm f- packed with drugs at this time. I'm like, no, not a problem for me. Just get me up. So I sit on the edge of the bed and I, I stand up. Okay. Now they got a towel. So I've got one arm underneath my right arm, another arm underneath my left arm, and they're holding me, okay? <laughs> the doctor's got this tube that's my package is going in, and they're like, okay, go. Well, I get this rush of blood, and I start doing the old timber, and I, I go forward. They catch me <laughs> about three inches from the ground, right? <laughs> it's like a dress, it's a dress ball. <laughs> it, it, was, it was like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I'm just dropping towards the ground and I could see the ground coming because I'm so high still on the drugs. It was slow motion. I'm like, I'm falling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who cares? My my leg, my arms are pinned back, right? Like I'm about to fly. <laughs> Anyways, they got me back up and they f- figured out how I get me on my side. Cause they had to put me back in the bed. They had three people trying to get me back into the bed and put me on my side so I could take a pee. Do you want to move closer to the mic? It was horrible. No, I was trying to show you what happened. There's some great injury stories. Yeah. That's what I love about. And then, and then the next day, this oh, is the thing. With the, yeah, hey, yeah. This is the thing with the hernia as well. <laughs> the next day, the doctor comes in. He goes, "How are you feeling?" I'm like, "Oh, not not the best, doc. I'm struggling a little bit here. I had an incident last night. It hurt me a little bit." He goes, "No, no, you're okay." He goes, "You got to go home." I said, "What do you mean I got to go home?" He goes, you have to go home. I said, I can't go home. There's no no way. I got to be here for another few days. He goes, no. So apparently with the with the hernia, when you get the, the mesh plates in, the best thing that you can do is the next day start walking and oh, and yeah. getting back to everyday life. Now, I had to go down the M5, right, back to Nottingham, and every bump felt like a knife was going in you. And my girlfriend at the time, I didn't, I, I mean, we split up. Pretty much after that, <laughs> as, hit, as one would, <laughs> she, she hit she hit. You should have seen the bloody crotch on this guy. <laughs> she, hit every, she hit every pothole on that way home. <laughs> I was squealing like you wouldn't believe. I was like a cat in a hot tin roof. I was bouncing all over that car. It's horrible. Oh, yeah, so that's God. it. Anyways, see, I was I'm fine today. Are you, are you doing any? I mean. 
hernia surgery is hernia surgery, right? I mean, it's, it's all fine now. No twinges, no no weakness there. It's stronger now, is it now than than before when you, you had the surgery? Oh Craig? yeah, oh yeah. It was to be. So yeah. Arsenal were actually got themselves in trouble years ago because they they were having sur- hernia surgeries without needing them. Oh, oh, really? Like selective to just like replacing yeah. tendons yeah. with a cadaver's tendon yeah. to so make it stronger. The, as soon as the season would end, they would throw you in there and get have a hernia surgery, even though you didn't have one. Yeah, because it's not like you go in and there's a flag. They just go in and what do they call it? Gilmore's groin, right? Yeah, it's so common oh. with footballers. Footballers, yeah. Doctor Gilmore is basically a guy who. Basically, you would just go in and see women don't get quite as the same because the inguinal canal, the tubing from your balls go up and it goes halfway through your 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 wall of your muscles. Yep, your abdominal. And, and that's what happens is it starts to pull apart like a little bit of silk with a little hole in it and it just starts pulling apart. So yeah. when they go in there, they just basically overlap it, sew it. And then sometimes that holds, but if it doesn't, they'll go back in and put mesh in there. And that's what they, they did. But yeah, it breaks through the fascia. Yeah. But they don't do it now. Like fullbacks tend to have hernia surgeries more than any other position because of that overlap. (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. (laughs) Isn't isn't it baseball kids? Some kids are getting Tommy John surgery like before. They don't need it, but it's just to make their elbow so strong, stronger, so they can throw for longer. It's terrible. That's happened, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Like kids, or at least you know. Kids who have potential. That's, that can't. I don't think I agree with that, but I don't know. No, it's like the early specialization, no. right? Like Forrest yeah. and I are always talking about, and I'm sure you guys agree, the the merit and the benefits of a multi-sport upbringing. You, not only mm-hmm. because you, you get to know yourself better, you get to be a more well-rounded athlete, um, mm-hmm. but you also avoid that specialization, which, you know, when you're, when you're growing, when you're going through puberty, like, that it's a lot of strain on on tendons with repetitive movements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, right? If your if your kid's a baseball player and he's nine years old, and I want him to be a pitcher, and he's thrown with that arm at that age, you, you're just setting himself up for like problems, aren't you? Have to be. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know baseball well enough to know exactly. But you, I mean, there obviously there's. Lots and lots of kids are doing it, and they generally get into the pros and, and end up having Tommy John. And it's a, it's a long time. Oh, you're out for a year at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Shai, Shai Atani is going to have it done, right? So he can't yeah. pitch next year. He can still bat, though. But he won't be able to pitch. His contract was going to be ridiculous. And now, all of a sudden, this, well, oh, only this half a billion now. You gamble on yourself, right? You bet on yourself. It worked last year for the New York player. Yankee guy, what's his name? Um, home yeah. run hitter. But Mike Judge. Mike Aaron Judge. Judge? Aaron Mike Judge, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Judge, yeah. Beavis, Beavis and Butthead? Yeah, They were on really big contracts. Those <laughs> yeah. Baseball. But this guy was unbelievable hitter, unbelievable pitcher. I like incredible talent. I've never seen anything like it, right? But yeah. he, he's still, he'll still, you know, next year he won't be able to bat, but the year, uh, pitch, but the next year after you can. So I'm sure someone will still give him a massive, massive contract. I would think. Oh, I'm sure he'll Jesus. do okay. We're, we're <laughs> an hour in. It's funny, these shows on Wednesdays, like I said, I hadn't watched any games, had no rundown for you guys, had no idea. Honestly, you had no idea what we're going to talk about today. An, an hour in now. We kind of know <laughs> a lot of stuff. We didn't even talk about Newcastle. Newcastle were unlucky. Did you watch any of that, Dubs? I, but they, they lost. No, I didn't see it. They lost, did they not? They did, but they were they had... Dorman under all tons of pressure late in the game and the ball's coming in and next thing you know it's off the crossbar and then gets cleared corners are coming in and then they hit the crossbar again and they just they just could not get it in the back of the net but they uh they're there they can compete with anybody so they're Mm. uh, they're doing well but they've been unfortunate Uh, any other games you want to talk about before we say farewell that you want to definitely get to or points or moments or no. no, I think we got no. to everything I saw. <laughs> we covered a lot in today's show from we did, yeah. sex injuries to <laughs> groins to <laughs> screws to wet carpets. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to get into the, the MLS single game elimination? I guess my whole, be- my whole race changed. No, it's tonight. Yeah. It's tonight, yeah. So there's no, no point now. 
we can guess who's going to win if you want. Mm-hmm. You're good at that, Dubs. Yeah, <laughs> terrific. There's nobody really listening now. It's an hour or two in. People are either asleep or they've turned us <laughs> off. Oh, yeah. Or they're just so horrified that this is actually a podcast and they talk about such things let's see though my i'm removed from footy picks i think that charlotte is going to beat new york and i think that sporting casey is going who are they playing in san jose okay well we'll find out on friday you you nailed it on uh on the weekend you got was it chelsea over brighton wasn't it I did. It was like yeah. minus 1,400 or something. Yes, but still. It really went great. out on a limb. I thought you took the Chelsea women over Leicester and they lost. No? No, wasn't that one, though? No, Dub's I got this one Chelsea right. over Brighton and WSL. And they were down, though, one nothing at one point. They were. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, our thanks to our uh, wonderful sponsors, TonyBet.ca. If you want to take our advice, and listen to our parlay. It's Friday show, and you can lay sprinkle some money on our selections and lose along with us. And uh, CPL playoffs coming up, of course, as well. You can find that on Fubo TV, FuboTV.com. You're home for all Premier League football as well from England. Um, if only this this has got to become a video podcast. It does just for JC's. Just that's what Wonger's doing right now. Oh. <laughs> Not the other eye, Jimmy. <laughs> Vic. Yeah, keep Vic. your fingers out of your eyes. Honestly, my, my and your eyes. ass. It's, it's getting ridiculous now. Honestly. Need hernia surgery on your eye. I've had more, more loads of cream in my, my eye than a porn star. I've promised you to me another, another ointment <laughs> to put in my eye. I got cream all over the place. Oh, I mean. That's the problem. That's the problem, I think, maybe. Yeah, yeah get some Dr. medication. Dr. Vic on the case. Dr. It's Vic. not going away. You just have to get a cut out. Yeah, that's the way. But not, not until uh, after. Well, they can. They they it's soft. It's not sure. hard. <laughs> All right, listen. We've got to go. We're just rambling now. And Jason's going to edit this thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bugger. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, Wonger, if you're alive, we missed you. Um, but hopefully we'll hear from you I on uh, Friday. No, and me neither, actually. Quite <laughs> honestly, actually, it's funny. I was listening back to the previous podcast. I have noticed that no one laughs at his jokes more than Wonga, <laughs> yes. right? and he like loses control. It's not like a like a giggle. Like we'll say something funny, have a little laugh. He will like lose his shit over yeah. something that he says. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that cackles. Charms, end it, please. Okay, guys, it's done. Bye. <laughs> end it. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Coral Walker gets sick every time he goes away. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.